Welcome to another edition of the No BS DFS Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. Riding solo today. Going to bring you guys my picks and predictions for UFC Fight Island. And it's the third card from Abu Dhabi. UFC Figueredo versus Benavidez 2 for the UFC flyweight title fight. And then right alongside that, the co-main event, that's going to be a good one at middleweight, Jack Hermanson taking on Kel, Kevin Gasson. Um, but before we get to those fights, we'll start at the beginning of the card here. And Carlos Felipe taking on Sergey Spivak. Sergey Spivak seeing him at heavyweight matchup. Coming in on uh, minus 170, and Felipe's coming back plus 150. And uh, Felipe, it's going to be his UFC debut. And, uh, you know, for me, this is not, I know, you know, some people are on Felipe, some people are on Spivak, but, you know, I'm I'm on the favorite here. Uh, Spivak's the taller man, he'll have a reach advantage, he'll have the experience. Um, this Felipe guy here, he's been, he got in trouble for steroids, I believe, and and he hasn't fought in like a year, so coming in here, I think that Spivak gets it done. I think he has the advantage everywhere unless Felipe lands a big knockout punch, but um, he will be the heavier man by about 20 pounds, but I think Spivak, you know, he's been in some, he's faced some good competition, um, like Walt Harris, for example, and, you know, he lost that fight, but, um, you know, I just think he's learned from those fights, and I just think he gets it done pretty easily here. I think he uh, finds a way to take down Felipe and then submits him, so that's really all I got to say. My prediction is uh, Sergey Spivak wins by round two submission over Carlos Felipe. So, as far as DraftKings, I really like Spivak this week. He's coming in at um, eighty four hundred price tag. Why Felipe's seventy eight hundred? I mean, I really like this. I mean, this fight could bust for sure, but I think Spivak finds a way to get the submission very likely because he'll have a huge advantage on the ground. So, yeah, it's really, uh, you know, I just think, like I said, my prediction Spivak by round two submission, and I will be playing him a lot on DraftKings. So moving on to the next fight, we got Davey Ramos coming in at plus 170. Taking on Armin Sorguyan and lightweight matchup. Sorry for, uh, you know, some of these names are tough to um, pronounce. But anyway, um, so the next matchup here, you know, for me, I think Armin Sorguyan is going to get it done by decision. I think this 
it's probably going to be a fight I'm going to avoid on DraftKings just because I think it's a, you know, as far as stylistic matchup, Ramos could find a way to get a submission or clip Sargarian, but, you know, Sargarian's the younger guy. He's got a little reach advantage. Um, and I just think he's going to, you know, find a way to just kind of do what is needed as far as getting takedowns and landing a few more strikes than Ramos because Ramos' output is usually pretty low. Um, the only way I think Davey Ramos wins here is if he finds a way to get Armin's neck and submits him, may, or maybe. But, yeah, my pick is uh, Armin Sergerian by decision. And it's another fight that, um, I'm like I said, I'm going to fade this fight completely on DraftKings because I think that, you know, I think, well, Sargarian's 8,700 price tag, why Ramos is 7,500. Now, this is dog or pass as far as drafting. I mean, if you want to take a chance on Ramos, you know, I don't blame you. Um, but I'm not going to here. I just think Armin's going to get it done. Um, but I think, you know, the winner of this fight's only going to score, you know, probably under 80 points. And it's just not going to do it for me, you know, to win a big GPP, so... That's my thoughts there. So now, moving on to the next fight. We got, but yeah, as far as parlays, my official pick is, like I said, Serguin and then Spivak in the first matchup. But um, I like Spivak a lot, just recap, and then Serguin, I'll be fading him on DraftKings. But if you want to play someone, I'd maybe be willing to take a shot on Ramos, so. Next fight here at Flyweight, we got Malcolm X Gordon taking on Amir Elbazi. Now, Gordon will have a decent reach advantage. He's coming in as the slight underdog at plus 140, while Elbazi's coming back at minus 160. And then uh, Gordon will also have the reach advantage, or the height advantage and reach advantage slightly. Um, you know, with this fight, Elbazi on DraftKings is priced 8,600. Why Gordon's coming back at 7,600? You know, Gordon's coming in on short notice, replacing another fighter that couldn't uh, fight in this bout. But I think Malcolm Gordon. I think he's actually a dog that I like. First dog on the card so far. My official pick. I think Malcolm Gordon. He's got a really sting of a right hand and. I think he's going to land a couple big punches, maybe knock down Albazi late in the second round, and uh, I think he wraps up his neck. He's, I think he has the advantage on the ground. So, yeah, it's really, I think Malcolm Gordon finds his submission in round two. So that's my pick there. And for DraftKings, I like to play quite a bit. So, and for parlays, yeah, I like the value at plus 140. Um. Moving on here, we got a bantamweight matchup between Brett Johns and Montel Jackson. Now, Montel Jackson's the favorite. We see him at minus 210, while Brett Johns is coming back at plus 180. And on DraftKings, Jackson's 9,100. It's pretty pricey, while John, Brett Johns is only 7,100. Now, 
Brett Johns, man, he's a grinder. I love the value here. I think he definitely has a chance to win this fight. As honestly, in my opinion, I think a lot of dogs are live in this card, so it's going to be definitely an interesting night. Potentially a bunch of dogs could win. But, uh, yeah. Um, so both these guys like to wrestle and go for a lot of takedowns. The only thing with Jackson is he has a tendency to really gas out. Usually, um, but then again, Brett Johns, I think, has the advantage in cardio for that reason. Um, he will have a decent, or Jackson will have a decent size advantage and reach advantage over Brett Johns. Now, Brett Johns just got recently his last fight, won over Gravely, submitted him in round three and got the fight in the night bonus. So, honestly... I just like the value on Brett Johns. Before that, he fought some really good competition. I mean, Aljamain Sterling, title contender, probably on deck next to fight Pete, uh, Yan. But and then he lost to Moon, um, Pedro Munoz just before the, or right after that um, in a decision loss. So you know, and then Jackson, he's been on a run, um, winning three straight over some okay competition, but nothing. Nothing big. I mean, Brian Keller is probably the best guy he's fought. Which, you know, he's been doing well lately. But, yeah, I mean, for me, unless Montel Jackson lands a big right hand. Honestly, I think Montel Jackson wins round one because he comes out, you know, um, just landing more shots. And But I think Brett Johns weathers the early storm. You know, maybe loses round one, but I think he really puts it on in round two and three with his unlimited cardio, and I think he squeaks out a, a decision. So, yeah, I'm going to go. My prediction is Brett Johns by split, and he's plus 180, so I love that value for taking a chance on a parlay or a straight bet. So my official pick is Brett Johns, but... I think this is going to be a lot of wrestling, grappling, scrambling. It's going to be probably a pretty awesome fight, honestly. Potentially fight of the night. I mean, there's some other ones that I really like for fight of the night. But, yeah, I mean, this should be a good one in the early prelims here. And, yeah, I think uh, I like Brett Johns. So, you know, but Montel Jackson, I'm going to, you know, I'm not making too many DraftKings lineups this time around. Uh but, you know, I think that Montel Jackson could definitely win. He could, you know, he could. But Brett Johns is just a really tough guy, you know. So it's going to be tough for Jackson to put him away early. And that's why I think Brett Johns can really turn on him here, you know, late in the fight and squeak out a decision. So, but don't get me wrong, Jackson could easily win. And I think the winner of this fight may score decent. It depends. You know, it's not my favorite fight for scoring, but, you know, I, I like, it's basically kind of dog or pass for me, but just cause I like some other expensive fighters on DraftKings more than Jackson. So really won't have much exposure to him, but Brett Johns, I'm going to have decent exposure to, cause I think he can get the win. So that's my pick there. Moving on. <clears throat> we got another uh, lightweight matchup here. Joe Duffy taking on Joel Alvarez. Now, you know, I think this line is pretty 
I don't want to say ridiculous, but it just looked like Joe Duffy, you know, he's talked about retirement. It didn't look like he wanted to be there. You know, on the scales, he didn't look good at all. Joel Alvarez is going to have a decent size advantage and reach advantage, but, you know, unless he really improved his game, he's not that good of a, you know, UFC caliber fighter right now either. Um, last fight, he came back and beat Belrado by knockout, but, you know, but honestly, I just, I would never, I'm telling, I rec, uh, recommend, do not bet this line on Joe Duffy because you might get very, very disappointed with the result. And my official pick, believe it or not, it's it's a risk. I mean, I'm basically fading this fight on DraftKings. Well, I don't want to say that as dog or pass, but I will not be playing Duffy at all or betting on Duffy, but I am going to have a little exposure to Alvarez and maybe in a parlay or two um, because the value at <clears> – <throat> I see him at plus 275. And, you know, I think – Joe Duffy could easily outwork him every round and win, you know, a comfortable decision. But I also, Alvarez could surprise and maybe find a submission or knockout on Duffy. It's possible for sure. You know, I think his career is over at this point. So my official pick, I'm going to, you know, it's going to be another dog play. Um, I'm going to take Joel Alvarez. Uh, I'm going to say by late third round knockout so yeah that's my pick there um you know like i said i'm gonna have some exposure to alvarez on DraftKings. joe duffy's the most expensive at 9300 and alvarez is coming back at 6900 so yeah and he's the cheapest guy and if he gets the win like even if he doesn't score too high you know depending on how the night goes it could still be in the optimal so like I said, I already like Brett Johns and I like Gordon as underdogs already, but you know, there's really not a whole lot of underdogs I think have are gonna win. I mean, I like I said, I, there is a lot of underdogs that I like this week, uh, this fight card, but you know, there's as far as um, you know, I just think Alvarez is just the cheapest one, so you can save the salary and pay up for some of the you know heavier favorites at the top. So yeah, I mean Alvarez. He's a decent play for DraftKings. You know, this could be definitely an apple pie shitter fight, though. Just, you know, it could be a really boring fight, honestly. And the winner might score really low. But, like I said, just dog or pass is my thing. But my official pick will be Alvarez. Great stoppage. So, moving on. We got catchweight Grant Dawson taking on Nan Normani. Now, Dawson's been on a tear um, in the UFC so far. Hasn't really faced anyone great um, as far as talent, but, you know, he's looking really impressive. He's going to have a huge size advantage over Naran Armani. Um, and his price, he's 9200 on DraftKings. Why Armani's coming back at 7000 Now, there's a lot of talk about people liking Narmani, which, you know, I, I understand, but I can't back him. I mean, I think Grant Dawson, I don't want to say he's the real deal, but I do think Narmani is not going to be able to win this fight. I mean, he has a chance if he, if he clips Dawson. Dawson's striking so far has looked pretty atrocious. 
um, on the feet. But he is a grinder as far as takedowns. I mean, immediately he is going to go, go, go for that takedown and look to submit you. He loves any type of choke, really. Um, that's, he basically takes you down and chokes you out to win the fight, and he's been doing it. If you look at his last, <clears throat> for all his UFC fights here, one is he won against Arosa by decision, getting six takedowns on Julian Arosa, and then his next two fights after that, you know, he uh, got a couple takedowns and ended up submitting both of his opponents in round two. And for DraftKings, he scored over 100 points all his fights. Now, for DraftKings, you know, I'm going to have a little exposure to Dawson, and I'm not going to have Normani at all, but I can't blame him if you want to take a chance on him. I just like Brett Johns and Alvarez a little bit more, and, you know, like I said, Gordon and these other dogs. But, yeah, I mean, I can't blame you to take a chance on it. Normani, but I think Dawson gets it done here, either by decision or, you know, maybe he submits Normani at some point during the fight, but my official prediction will be Grant Dawson by decision. And yeah, I mean, his odds minus 220, so like I said, he's a pretty sizable favorite, you know, for good reason. I just think Normani's not going to be able to handle the constant aggression um, you know, he's a decent takedown defense, but, you know, I think Dawson's pressure is going to be too much for him. So, and he's going to have a lot of size on Narmani. So, because <clears throat> Dawson's a weight class ahead of him naturally. So, at this point, moving on to the O or to the um, prelim, top prelim fight here, the headliner, the prelims. We got Roman Dolodice. I know I messed that name up. Um, against Kahitis Imabrigov. Um, he's uh, Kahitis is the underdog at plus 145. Why Roman Dolodice is coming back at minus 165 favorite. For DraftKings, Dolodice 8,900. While. Um, Kahitis is 7,300. Now, here's the thing. Kahitis, you know, if you're losing, I mean, let's be honest. If you're losing to um, Ed Herman, you know, at this point of his career, I mean, you obviously, he's a, I mean, Kahitis is only 25, I believe, but, you know, he just goes out there and just gasses out. He goes for the big knockout in the first round and hasn't really been able to do it, at least on the UFC level. He did it to guys before the UFC, but that was obviously really low-level competition. In the UFC, it's not like he's fought great guys either. Um, you know, he has the talent, but he just doesn't seem to learn, you know, fight IQ, I guess. Um, he just wants to come out there and take the opponent's head off. And, you know, this, this stare down was intense. Um, you know, they looked both fine in the weigh-ins. Roman, you know, he got, he admitted to being on steroids. Uh, and he, he's coming off a of suspension. It's his UFC debut here. Um, but, you know, both these, both these guys, Roman especially, has, I think has a lot more power, even though he's not going to be juiced up now. Um, 
basically my prediction is I think Roman, this is going to be a crazy fight. You're going to want to own it for DraftKings very likely. And uh, I'm on Roman's side, the favorite here. I think he clips Cahitas at some point, even though he's a tough guy. But I think he clips him a few times and drops him and gets a, you know, ground and pound finish um, victory. And I'm going to guess it's in round one. I'm going to be playing quite a bit of Roman on DraftKings, um, and he'll be in some of my parlays. So, yeah, my pick is Roman by first-round TKO. And at 8,900, I mean, you know, I think he's going to be probably not too high on. I think a lot of people are going to play some of these other guys up here. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I like taking a shot on him. Moving on now to the main card, we have the first fight here, which, man, this could have easily been, well, I mean, it's fine where it's at. I'm glad it's at least on the main card, but this could have been the co-main or, you know, or whatever, or a little bit farther up on the card, but that's fine. Uh, I think this is going to be the fight of night, um, other than maybe, you know, one of the two co- or main event. Um, Alex Zan, Pantoja taking on Asker Askarov. Now, Pantoja is coming in the favorite at minus 180, while Askarov is the underdog at plus 160. Now, for draft, Pantoja is 8,800, while Askarov is coming back 7,400. You know, I've been so impressed with Pantoja. I mean... The Cannibal is his nickname. He has recently just knocked out Matt Schnell, which was on a run before he knocked him out as far as wins and scored huge on DraftKings. Seemed like this guy, you know, he lost to Figueredo by decision. <clears throat> um, but other than that, just some quality wins. I think this is a, you know, he's trying to get back to title contention in this division. Um and yeah, he could have, you know, he was ready to fight the uh, Benavidez if Figueroa couldn't make weight, but he made weight. So, you know, Pantoja, though, man, this guy's the real deal. He's got an underrated ground game. His striking, he's got a nice one-two, one uh, combo there, and just, you know, he's great on the feet. A lot, you know, high volume striker. Exciting fighter. I just think, you know, Askarov, his wrestling is solid, too. His BJJ, um, you know. But I think Askarov, I mean, the guy is only going to get better, but I just think Pantoja is a level ahead of him right now, so that's going to be my pick. I think this is going to be a lot of scrambles, a lot of wrestling, and just a really exciting fight. And I think Pantoja ends up knocking out Askarov. A lot of people don't think that. I mean, you know, I can't blame him if you want to take a shot on Askarov, the underdog, but I think Pantoja is going to have another, you know, highlight real great knockout here. It's going to be a great fight. Askarov's really tough, but I think Pantoja is going to find a way to submit him or knock him out, I think. But either way, I think he wins the decision that we're so. I like Pantoja a lot on DraftKings and for parlays, he'll be in a lot of them too. I'm really confident in this pick. I mean, I don't want to say I'm really confident, but I'm definitely 
pretty common in this pick. I think Pantoja, man, this guy's good, and I think he gets it done here. So I'm going to go second round TKO victory, Pantoja. That's my prediction. Moving on here, unfortunately, low-level MMA uh, fight here. We got Ar Ariana Lipsky taking on Luana Car Carolina. Pretty much an even money fight, both sides. Uh, Lipsky, 8,300 DraftKings, while Carolina's come back at 7,900. Now, you know, I'll just make this quick. I think this fight could go either way. You know, it could end up scoring. It could be, there could be a knockout. It could easily just go to the scorecards, more likely, but. I think Lipsky finds a way to get the decision victory. I know really people are split on this fight, but I just think Lipsky will have enough combo strikes. Um, you know, and I think she just squeaks out a split decision, honestly. But, you know, I don't have a whole lot to say about this fight. I'm just fading it on DraftKings. Not even going to put it in parlay. It's just a pass for me, just a complete pass. So, But if I had to pick someone, my lean is Lipsky here. Moving on in the next fight here, we got Mark Diacasey, minus 160, taking on Raphael Fiziev, plus 140. <coughs> um, so Casey's at 8,500, while Fiziev is at 7,700 on DraftKings. So my play here, I think Mark Diacasey, you know, he, I think he implements his wrestling, his leg kicks. Uh, you know, he's just been... Um, I've been really impressed with him, honestly. His losses, he lost three in a row. He's won his last two, but before that he lost three in a row, but it was to high caliber guys. I mean, let's be honest. So I just think that, uh, you know, I just think that, um, Dia Casey is gonna find a way to, to implement his wrestling and leg kicks. And then I think he's gonna... Just get a, uh, I'd say just the bone crusher here. I think he gets a unanimous 30-27 um, decision over Fiziev. Um, I've been really impressed with Mark here. I think he gets it done again. I like him decent on DraftKings. I think he can score, you know, in a decision, you know, 80, 90 points maybe. Maybe in the 70s, but either way, I think he gets it done, and I like the value here. Um, and he'll be in some parlays for sure, but. <clears throat> you know, it's just, yeah, Mark, I just think he's a lot better fighter than Fiziev, so that'll be my pick if he gets it done. Implements the leg kicks right away in the wrestling and just cruises to a decision. So moving on to the co-main event, this is going to be a good one. We got Jack Herman, Jack the Joker Hermanson taking on Kelvin Gastelum. Now, my official pick here, this fight could go either way for sure. I liked how Jack looked on the scales, though, compared to Ke Ke uh, Kelvin. But I think that uh, Jack's going to end up finding, taking Kel uh, Kelvin's back and getting uh, either a ground-and-pound TKO or a, um, I think he submits um gaslam so you know for it's pretty much an even pick em fight 
Robinson on DraftKings. I love the value here for Price. Jack Hermanson, 8000 And Kevin Gaslam at 8200 Now, obviously, Gaslam has had some impressive wins. And even his losses, his last two losses, he went the distance with Till and Israel Adesanya. That's really impressive. But, you know, I've been really impressed with Jack Hermanson. He just has a size advantage here. Um, you know, <coughs> the thing is, if if Kelvin can, if he can weather the storm of the wrestling and takedowns and, uh, you know, finds a way to, I guess, land more combos on the feet, which I think he can do, then he can squeak out a decision for sure. Maybe even put Jack away, but... I think Jack gets it done here. I think Jack puts uh, Gaslam away late or squeaks out a decision. So just really been impressed with this guy. I know he's recently got knocked out by um, Jared Cannonier, but that guy's got a ton of power. I think Jack's learned from that. I think he'll have a good game plan here. I think he gets it done. So I think Hermanson gets – I'm going to go um, – I'm going to go third round TKO by ground and pound strikes for Jack, the Joker, Hermanson. I think it'll be either way. But yeah, I'll have ownership on both sides just because it's, you know, basically a pick em fight. And I think the winner is going to score pretty high. <clears throat> so moving on here to the, to the main event of this card. We got the flyweight rematch title fight. We got Joseph Benavidez coming in at plus 200, taking on Davison Figueredo. The vacant belt here, or ready to be claimed by one of these two guys. Now, in the first fight, Figueredo, the heads collided. That, you know, obviously hurt Benavidez. He opened a cut on his head. Figueredo landed a straight, hard right punch put down Benavides and finished them, and that was it in round two. You know, I think that uh, Figueredo's coming in as the favorite, which honestly the value's on uh, Benavides for sure, plus 200, but I think he definitely could win. You know, smart fighter at times, but I just think I just think Figueredo's power and size over him, you know, a little bit over him. I think it's going to be too much. I don't I don't see really anything different in this rematch. I think, you know, Figueredo ends up knocking Benavides out, um, and I'm going to say it's in round. I'm going to go round two. I think uh, for nine thousand price tag, I like Figueredo. I'm going to have a lot of ownership of him, and then I'll have a few on the other side for Benavides in case he pulls it out. But you know, I just think Davison's going to win here. He made weight. He looked, he looked a lot better than Benavides on the scales. So I think Davis, uh, Davison, Davison here, I think he gets it done by second round knockout or TKO victory over Benavides. Um, should be a great fight, though, but that's my pick. So other than that, that does it for my UFC picks and predictions this week. Make sure you guys subscribe, um, you know, leave a five-star review and rating for, for me. Appreciate it. So we can keep doing these podcasts and giving you guys, you know, 
picks and predictions for a variety of sports for DFS and sports betting. So appreciate all the support and listeners each and every podcast. And uh, yeah, other than that, you know, we got some great cards coming up after this for sure. Um, you know, I think, yeah, I'm really excited. Definitely really excited for the Daniel Cormier versus Stipe. You know, me and Titchen, you know, like mid-August, about a month trilogy. That's going to be just amazing to see who the best heavyweight fighter is ever. So, but yeah, before that, we got some great cards. Uh, You know, Darren Till and Robert Whitaker um, on tap next weekend. So that should be a great one. But yeah, this tomorrow, you know. This card should be solid as well. I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, let's go win some money, everybody. You know, uh, other than that, we'll see you guys next time, whether it's golf, NASCAR, MMA, NBA, NHL. I mean, we got NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL, hopefully, too. You know, all these sports coming back. So, it's looking good for, you know, all these sports coming back. It's awesome. I just, you know, it's just awesome I love all these love uh watching these sports and betting on them and it's just dfs it's just awesome so yeah let's uh keep this rolling and uh thanks for listening so for myself joe here on the no bs dfs podcast we'll see you guys next time thank you See?